Hey there, Caniacs. I am Jared Ellis of Fansiders Cardiac Cane, and as you could already guess by the title of today's episode, Walker is not here today. So it is just me giving you your daily dose of Hurricanes news, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We do have a busy episode for you guys today. Um, we have some injury news on Eric Colla and some Recall news from Charlotte. We have the recap of the Wild game and Metro Monday, as every Monday is. But before we dive into today's episode, you should treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. That is all caps, no space. And I'd like to thank DoorDash for sponsoring today's episode. You are one of my favorite apps, and I use you all the time. But we'll dive right on into that injury with Eric Holla. Um, There's not a whole lot of information out there as of right now. Um, All that's known is that it's still his knee, uh, probably recurring injury. He probably aggravated or something, just having some trouble. Um, he was not skating with the team in Chicago today. Um, E2 Losterinen was recalled again um, because Hall is now out. Um, per Sarah, well, per Sarah Sivian uh, from her tweet earlier today, Eric Rod Brendamore said Eric Hall will not be back anytime soon. Um, so right now, there's no timetable on when he'll be back. Um, I am seeing quite a few parallels between him and Michael Furlan from last season. Um, they score, scored a whole bunch of goals uh, to start off the season, and they got hurt. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully whenever Hollett is able to be healthy and come back, he won't end up like Michael Furlan did and not really produce the way people were expecting him to. So let's wish all the best for Eric Holla right now in his recovery. Um, but on some slightly more positive news um, coming out of Chicago, when the team was practicing today in Chicago, well, before they were practicing today in Chicago, I should say, um, they were playing some basketball there uh, on the Chicago Bulls court. Uh, and just looking from the pictures, of course, they all looked like they had a lot of fun before they headed over to the Blackhawks practice facility, which is always fun to see some nice team building, just having fun. Um, per Michael Smith, uh, Jacob Slavin hit a half court shot, uh, when they were playing some four on four. And that's always fun to see, uh, just guys having fun. Joel Edmondson was evidently hitting some three-pointers, so his hot streak is continuing from uh, the ice onto the hardwood court. So it's good to see the team was having some fun today. Uh, But we're not going to waste any time with that wild uh, recap, so we're going to dive right on into that. Uh, Because that was a big game for the Canes. Uh, That was their third straight win, I believe. Um, Starting off, that was definitely a big game for Nino Niederreiter. That was his return to Minnesota. And the Wild greeted him 
very nicely uh, with a nice little tribute video for him. Uh, I watched that video. Really classy move on their part, just honoring what he did for the team and organization there during his time. Um, speaking of returns, that was also Jordan Martinhook's return uh, to the Hurricanes following his injury. Uh, so that was definitely big for the Hurricanes. He didn't record any points, I don't believe, but just his energy uh, is big for the Canes. Just very, very big. Looking in the Hurricanes recap of the game, um, a few players were asked about that. And just looking down at some of the guys, Joel Edmondson said, he's a character in the dressing room. He's always keeping it light with the guys, and he brings a lot of energy to our team. It's great to have the guy back in the lineup. Uh, Brock McGinn said, he's a character to say the least, kind of echoing what Edmondson said there. He makes everybody in the room comfortable and brings that energy. Just having that vocal personality on the bench helps everyone stay calm and focused and brings a lot of life to the locker room. So everyone's echoing what everyone already knows about Martino. He's a great person to have on the team for the Hurricanes. He's a great leader on the ice in the locker room. So it's definitely just great to see him back with the Hurricanes. Hopefully he can get back uh, performing the way he was he's a good solid fourth liner a uh, great leader for the team um what else do we have from the wild recap um not necessarily anything big but it was a nice moment um i believe i've tweeted out from my personal account and think uh our show account retweeted it as well um the face-off picture between eric and jordan stall it's not necessarily news or anything like that, but you just love to see something like that. Two Canes legends there facing off. You know, we have said here on this show that we love everything Eric Stahl did for the team. He was a bright spot during some dark years for the Hurricanes. So we just love to see him uh, just still playing hockey, uh, still doing really good for himself. Um, James Reimer, um, who I have seen – be getting some unnecessary hate as of late. Uh, he was absolutely fantastic in this game against the Wild. Uh, the team did leave him out to dry a couple times, but he he played amazingly. Definitely showing that he's a good, solid backup for the team, and they don't need to be looking at trading him or waving waving his contract or anything like that, that he deserves his spot. And I really hope he can continue to build up his confidence and the team can try to find that balance or not necessarily the balance, but just that way they need to play with each other. Because with McElhaney, it took a little bit for them to figure out each other, um, but they were able to figure it out and we saw what they were able to do during the playoffs. But Reimer, he was Fantastic in that game against the Wild. Uh, even when there was some sloppy play out on the ice, he was one of the biggest bright stops, bright spots of that game. Um, continuing his sport point streak, uh, Joel Edmondson scored again. Um, I believe he had the first goal for the Hurricanes. Uh, Warren Fogle uh, scored again, and Brock McGinn also scored. Um, mm. 
So it's nice to see all those guys being able to produce. Uh, it's not always the same guys over and over and over. Everybody's getting out there doing their part for the Hurricanes. And it ended up going into uh, overtime. So yet another overtime game for the Hurricanes, but that's something we're used to at this point in the season. Uh, but none other than Andre Svechnikov got that overtime winner. So you wouldn't expect anything less for him from him at this point. Uh, he's one of the biggest players for the Hurricanes. He's doing great things for them. Uh, just looking down in the uh, play of how that went down, he got a cross-ice path with uh, Dougie Hamilton, of all people, in the neutral zone, and then he was able to get that wrist shot off and got that game winner for the Hurricanes. So that extends their current win streak, I believe, to three games. Yes, because they had the win against Ottawa, the win against Buffalo, and now a win against Minnesota. So hopefully they will be able to continue that here in the next couple of days against Chicago. Um, the post-game interview uh, between Svech and Dougie is definitely worth mentioning. Just those guys, they have great chemistry. Uh, it's nice to see that it's not all for show. Uh, these guys do genuinely care about each other. Uh, Dougie, while Svech was on the headset talking to John Forslund, Trip Tracy, Dougie came up, had a banana to his ear, acting like it was uh, another headset. So you just love to see it. You absolutely love to see these, these guys out there having fun, not taking themselves too seriously. And just, like I said, having fun, just enjoying themselves and continuing to win games, which is really big uh, for the Hurricanes because they have been notorious for slow starts over the years. And we've mentioned it here before. Uh, they don't want to get into too big of a hole where they're really struggling to dig themselves out of it come maybe a month or two out of the playoffs. So you just love to see these guys just keeping it going. That needs to be cut. Uh, but as it is every Monday here on Locked on Hurricanes, we have Metro Monday where we will take a look at the Metropolitan Division standings, where the Hurricanes fit into all of that, and maybe take a look at Eastern Conference and League standings as well. So let me pull that up for you guys. And we'll look at division first. The Hurricanes have moved up some because uh, they had fallen at this point last week. They uh, forget the think they're at maybe five. I don't remember what it was. But as of recording right now, they're sitting at third in the Metropolitan Division. Uh, number one, of course, is the Washington Capitals with a record of 15, 3, and 4. And 34 points total. You have the New York Islanders in second place at 14, 3, and 1 with 29 points. You have the Hurricanes at 12, 7, and 1 with 25 points. Pittsburgh at number 4 with a record of 11, 7, and 2 and 24 points. At number 5 is Philadelphia at 10, 6, and 4 with 24 points as well. You have the New York Rangers at number six at eight, eight, and two with 18 points. 
The New Jersey Devils have moved up. They are in the seventh spot. They are at 7, 8, and 4 with 18 points. And the Columbus Blue Jackets have fallen into eighth and last place in the Metropolitan Division with a record of 7, 8, and 4 and 18 points. Um, And with the Hurricanes moving up, that does mean that if the playoffs were to start today, they would be in. Uh, which is definitely great to see because at this time last week they had fallen out. Um, looking at the Eastern Conference standings, they are sitting fifth overall in the Eastern Conference. Uh, just round out, we'll just do the top eight. Or, yeah, we'll just do the top eight. Or, no, you know, we'll go through the entire Eastern Conference. It's just me today. I can do what I want. Um, First in the Eastern Conference, no surprise, is the Washington Capitals. Um, we already know their record. Second is the New York Islanders, who are continuing to ride their massive win streak that not a whole lot of people are talking about, to be honest. Uh, but really, kudos to them for playing some great hockey. Uh, third, we have the Boston Bruins. They are at a record of 12-3-5 with 29 points. Uh, fourth place in the Eastern Conference, we have the Montreal Canadiens. At 11-5-4, with 26 points total. Five, we have none other than the Carolina Hurricanes. Six, we have the Florida Panthers at 10-5-5, with 25 points total. Uh, We will actually be taking on the Panthers Saturday. Uh, Walker and I both will be at that game. We won't be sitting together, but we'll both be there. So if you see us, say hi. And we'll remind you guys about that a little bit closer to game time. But I figure I'd go ahead and tell you guys. Uh, number seven in the Eastern Conference, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins at 11-7-2 with 24 points total. At eight, we had the Philadelphia Flyers at 10-6-4 with 24 points total. At number nine, we had the Buffalo Sabres at 10-7-3 with 23 points. Uh... At number 10, we have the Toronto Maple Leafs at 9, 9, and 4 with 22 points. 11 is the Tampa Bay Lightning at 9, 6, and 2 with 20 points. Just not used to seeing the Lightning down that far, the way they've been playing the past few years. They've been one of the top-tier teams uh, the past few years, so it's really weird seeing them just not playing the way they have been. At number 12, we had the New York Rangers at 8, 8, and 2 with 18 points total. 13 is the New Jersey Devils. at Well, you, you already know the record, but I'll say it again. At 7, 8, and 4 with 18 points. You have the Columbus Blue Jackets at 14. The Ottawa Senators at 15 at 8, 11, and 1 with 17 points. And rounding out the Eastern Conference at number 16 is the Detroit Red Wings. At 7, 12, and 3 with 17 points total. So, Hurricanes are one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Um, again, we, you know what, we'll just figure out where they look or where they're standing at in the league. They are actually at ninth place in the entire NHL right now, right behind the Arizona Coyotes. Arizona has 26 points. So, it's nice to see the Hurricanes starting to get back up there uh, as a really strong force in the NHL. 
as a whole, and as well as the Eastern Conference and Metropolitan Division. So that really does it for today's episode, because I can't really think of anything else. Oh, huh. oh, that's cool. Otley Cruz coming back. Hmm. If they have to come back here, I'll have to go back and see him, because I saw them back in 2014 on their supposed farewell tour. Um, but off that tangent, uh, tomorrow Walker should be back. Uh, I will give him my recap of the Fayetteville Marksman game. Uh, from Saturday night, is there a bunch of jerks night? I was going to do that today, but I decided I was going to say that for tomorrow so I can talk about it with Walkers because I know he really wants to hear that because he wasn't able to make it. But if you guys do want to know my thoughts on that, I did have an article go out on cardiaccane.com uh, recapping that game. So if you want to know it before tomorrow's episode, go on over and give that a read. Um, we will also have a preview of the Chicago Blackhawks game. And as every Tuesday, we will take your questions. So make sure you tweet those at us, email them to us, DM them to us, whatever you got to do. Make sure you get those in. You guys have a great evening. 